0: time for the end of conversation podcast with funny man Damian lemon and the voice of your choice ali muhammad yeah this is Damian lemon this is ali muhammad and this is in the conversation the podcast yeah we out here still in quarantine <laughs> what's good with you man how you doing
1: oh uh, man i'm doing pretty good you know that's what's up same old saying yeah. every day mm-hmm. wednesday
0: yeah, mm, we here. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on time for the people. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Oh shit, man. I hear that, man. How's your week going? How was your week? Anything happen? Different. <laughs> or, you know. <laughs> Anything That's how ma- I got it discerned. Anything right. magical
1: happened this week? <laughs> right, right, right. I mean right. actually a lot magical shit happened from last week's discovery, but nothing, you know what I'm saying? Nothing, you know, interesting to speak on. It's just Okay. It's just different additions based on the fact that you discovered one thing about yourself that that you that you may have needed to work on. And uh uh-huh. and so since since that, you know what I'm saying, it has helped me to move along in a whole another kind of way, you know what I'm saying, just move along, uh, opening myself up to the opportunities more, opening myself mm. up to myself more, you know what I'm saying, being able mm-hmm. to communicate a, little, a whole lot better because you're not turned off in certain areas, you know what I'm saying, you're connected to the, to the universal Wi-Fi.
0: Mm, I hear that. So, yeah, I mean, good. so
1: a lot of that shit been happening, you know what I'm saying? So, uh-huh. uh, you, I'm seeing shit that I that I may have thought about, you know, I want to try to do this, and that shit just started happening, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I feel more connected to it, you know? Mm-hmm. The discovery of that, you know, sometimes you could live a whole life and fill it up with things that just come along the way, you know what I'm saying? As opposed mm-hmm. to the things that you absolutely wanted in your space. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, instead of going out there with the easiest, it's going out there exactly what it is that you want and trying to fill your life up with the things that you really right. want as opposed to
0: just things, you know? Nah, I get it. That's dope. So mm, That's that's real.
1: So those kind of discoveries, you know what I'm saying? I've been on that type shit. Okay.
0: That sounds good. That sounds transformational mm-hmm. in a week. Yeah, that's some fly shit. But that's the oh, thing about man.
1: time is that, you know, it could be a long time. It could be a short time. But once you on time, you know what I'm saying, none of that shit matters because you could get more accomplished in the blink of an eye going the right way than you can in months doing it the wrong way or, or doing it halfway or not being all the way fully in tune with it you know when you're in tune with your shit time is time fades away and that's how I feel Mm. you know so while it's only been a week it's been a lifetime
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know what I'm saying cause you kinda you kind of uh, repairing and restoring 25 years that you've taken away from yourself nobody like nobody took you to jail nobody took anything from you you were here, mm-hmm. you had, you know what I'm saying? You were here, you were doing it. But you were doing it minus a key component, which makes a big difference. So if you get an opportunity to fix that, it rolls out a lot faster than, than you took away from it.
0: Hmm. I think I see what you're saying. Yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah you got know what I heard I was talking to somebody earlier today and uh, similarly you know they were like uh secret to life is making the most out of your choices mm-hmm. you know not not stressing out over the choices but whatever choice you make just make the most out of that shit you right. know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. you know just don't don't just sit there and uh and wonder you know right right so that yeah 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 that, that's that's real shit. I hear you, man. Yeah. I hear you. So just trying I to go see.
1: about shit wholeheartedly, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Trying to operate in line with what my, I guess what my soul would like, you know, mm-hmm. as opposed mm-hmm. to just all right, this could work, that could work. All right, boom you know what I'm saying? Get right. It done. You know. Right. I like right. it. I likened it to being in a in a relationship where you could spend years in a relationship and just be on the surface and never really uh-huh. dig in and actually know, no who the fuck you with. You know what I'm saying? You just spend time. Right. You just do, you do things to fill up the time. And it ain't that you running or hiding from nothing. It's just, all right, you going day for day, you know, all right, how was your day? What'd you do today? What'd you doing tomorrow? What were you doing this weekend? What were you eating? Did you like it? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what you think about this show? Let's watch this show. And you could do that shit for years. And never really even dig beyond that, and be having a cool life. But you know what I'm saying? When you really connect and you really tuned in, it's different.
0: Mm. What do you think the difference is? What do you is find, it, and how do you like? Wh- how do you how do you approach it differently?
1: The big difference is that you're engaged. You are um, not just engaged, but you are connected to it, as opposed to just running through it, just running through the time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. it's like say me spending however many years doing industry stuff, right? You in you in mm-hmm. and around you here you are there you going to these different places at all these different events you meeting all these people, fancy people in these fancy places. But it's a part of you. It since a part of me wasn't really turned on. It was just doing it, and you weren't connected to it. You wasn't really it's going through the motions invested in just ah this is this is the whole it was just a thing that I was doing for that time that you know took me to these places but I didn't fully sit down and say you know what this is how I'm gonna connect to this whole thing. I'm just mm-hmm. operating separate from it it's like this is me, this is the thing, this is what we gotta do. Do it get the fuck on. You know what I'm saying? As opposed mm-hmm. to this the thing these are the people, ah, this feels great. These are the type of people I'm connecting with, you know what I'm saying, making the most of the relationships, making most mm-hmm. of the time, actually enjoying some of this shit, you know what I'm saying, sitting back, wow, this is actually cool, taking it in, smell the roses. Nah, you ain't. not Being present. That. Yeah, being present. Nah, you ain't there. You just <laughs> done. Right. You, you live. Right. You're constantly living in the future. you never living in the present or the past, for that matter. You just constantly, Mm -hmm. okay, this is the next thing that needs to happen. You working, 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 working. And as that thing's going on, it doesn't even matter because your mind is already on to the next thing. And the next Mm. plane you got to get on and the next whole thing that you're going to present. So it's like living in the future, but never being solid
0: in your present. Right. Because there's such a culture to that. You know, it's like... Even the term moving, like mover and shaker, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, I'm making moves, I'm out here getting to it. Like, it sounds like constant motion. Mm -hmm. So, it's very easy to feel like, okay, I guess if I'm not moving, I ain't doing shit. And not to say that when you're not present, you're not moving, but you, to your point, you're taking it in. Like, you're, you're, you're. Yeah, are experiencing it because it is a lot to your point you could look back on a life lived and you could have the photo evidence of the life some videos mm-hmm. and even some memories but mm-hmm. you could feel like you really wasn't there right you know what I mean right. yeah you absolutely absent that's in crazy. your own
1: life you know what I'm saying absolutely yeah. and that's that's the that's the thing that I'm trying to correct you know what I mean right right because you know you just you just looking like damn I wasn't present yeah. at all you know what I'm saying, right? Right. Yeah, if this was it, boy, you know what I'm saying. Somebody might sit back and say, "Man, he lived a great life." And right, I have. I've been through a great life, but I could uh-huh. have experienced it a whole lot more. You know what mm. I mean? And that's, so, that's, that's 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 the correction. That's the restoration that I'm that I'm working on.
0: Right now, what does that? How does that look like? What's the uh, what's the approach to that to make to to be mindful or to be present like? How do you put that into uh, to uh, whatever to action as opposed know, to when I mean, you were just running? I already running. flipped
1: the switch because the, the, okay.
0: sw- the switch that was
1: off, I didn't mm-hmm. even realize it was off. I didn't even realize it was there until, again, last, mm-hmm. what we talked about last week where you go to a certain time and space and realize what the actual missing link is. Like, oh, right, shit. Right. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? Once you add yourself back to the equation – Yourself mm-hmm. is be like, yeah. It's like he was in the cage, like, yeah. Come on now, let's go. Let's do it. Let's let's. You know what I'm saying? Okay, we here now, right nigga. Right. I missed you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you had <laughs> yeah. me locked uh-huh. down. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Let's go. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Right. So right. it ain't much. Actually, uh-huh. it ain't. It ain't. It's not. It's like you're not making different moves than you were already making. It's just that mm-hmm. you're feeling them and then you're experiencing them a whole lot more. You know what I'm saying? You are more in tune with your whole self, and your whole self is is experiencing these things now. Before, it might have been your 75% self. You know what I'm saying? And then you're leaving back your God energy, and your God energy just sitting over there like, man, I wish I could go. You know what I mean? But now you you got your full talent and your full self engaged in your everyday moves, which make your everyday moves feel a whole lot better. And a whole lot more whole, and they work easier. You know what I'm saying? The things you think about come together faster, you know, mm. than before. Cause you're almost fighting against yourself, cause you're not really there. You just kind of, all right, I gotta, I want this, I want to try to do that, and then you know, you lose energy, you know. Mm. But when you got your whole self and you running on all cylinders, all that shit that was tough and difficult it it becomes a lot easier. And I don't know how to explain that, but shit moves a lot faster. You might think a thought and then shit, two minutes later, bing, bing, some shit happens and it's like, oh shit, that shit is coming together like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know, I was looking for a certain thing and um, I was like, yo, I'm going to get that. When I, when I get my shit together, that's what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Get a call. We talking about some totally different shit you know what i'm saying then the thing then we get into the realm of the thing that i was looking for and we start talking about it and then it's like oh shit i know somebody with one of those right now and all they want for it is this i'm like oh shit which is half of what i have been seeing it for so i'm like shit let's just jump on that you know Mm. so it's just like just like that and it's like something that i really identify with that I feel is really me like that's some shit that I would really want not just I'm gonna do this cause and I think that'll be fly it's some shit that I really feel like yo that'll be that'll be a great representation of who I am Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. with the resources that I have
0: yeah 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 yeah. nah that's that shit is real that shit is real I'm I'm in the midst of that too, I think, you know, mm-hmm. just trying to be present, you know what I mean? And I right. like that analogy that you put, like, you free yourself, right. you know, and just, uh, yeah, just assert yourself and, and, and just play them cards all the way through, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, like, and, and, and be connected to it. Don't just look at it as just some shit that got to be done, you mm-hmm. know, because it's very easy to compartmentalize, like, uh, passion into work, Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so no nah, i dig it i dig it man that's good shit oh man i ain't what am i doing my my week has been kind of uh regular if i think about it i can't i, I mean i'm sure there's been some shit but it's just been you know this just feels like a fucking <laughs> continuum regular. it just feels like it could yeah that wasn't regular i mean it you know shit I'll take regular as opposed to nothing right. at all. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, shit. It wasn't it wasn't even in the bad regular. It's just, you know, we getting through it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um It's funny. Today Well, today is hip hop's birthday. I don't know. I they just they I guess this is the uh it's been uh, declared like today is hip hop's birthday based on the uh, The party. Cool Herc party. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But, you know, so hip hop's about 40 something. Mm-hmm. And then um, shit, today's my grandmother's birthday and she 95. Oh, your yeah. grandma on the same day as hip hop. Hip hop, ain't that fly? You, you know, know what, what I mean? mean? Or oh, they on the same day as my grandmother. You're on the same one. Day as your you grandma, know what I mean? She, you know what yeah, she was there first, you know. But it was just, speaking of a life lived, you know, we was talking a little earlier. Mm-hmm. She was, you know interesting especially within quarantine you know one i haven't seen her since at least march mm-hmm. you know but like we talk quite often and i try to you know have longer conversation we found ourselves having longer conversations mm-hmm. so it's just interesting just to kind of you know hear her life you know like when she tells me oh yeah we used to do this and we were living here and then this was you know it's just very it's some interesting stories because you know you can have your own impression of your grandmother just based on the fact that that's your grandmother. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like that's, you know, that's like the uh the matriarch or whatever. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? To where you kinda you kinda may even not project certain shit on her, but like, you know, you don't you don't even you might not even delve into certain shit. Or I don't say you, I'll say me, mm-hmm. you know? And then um as of late, you know, like I've been kinda probing a little bit more and she's been telling me a little bit more so it's been kind of cool just to hear some of her stories and shit you know telling me how she used to you know go to like certain clubs and you know what I mean like I was like did you because somebody I was talking to somebody I was listening to um Big Les be mm-hmm. interviewed on uh Quest Love Supreme and she was you know she's a dancer right and she was talking about how if she could sum up who she was in a dance, it would be the Lindy Hop. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, you know, the Lindy Hop, you know, that's not of her era or our era, but that Mm -hmm. is a acrobatic-ass dance. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, you know, because it's interesting to even think about. Motherfuckers just... Flipping and getting and cracking So I asked my grandmother I was like Yo did you used to Lindy hop She was like yeah I said oh shit I'd have never known that You know mm-hmm. just little shit Like just you know She out here Lindy hopping in these streets yeah, At the Savoy Or the Renaissance Right it's, it's funny You know
1: Like I don't have Either one of my grandmas Around no more So we don't, uh-huh. I don't have No real elders like that Just you know saying right. aunts and uncles Um But <clears throat> But um like, when I'm talking, say, to my wife's mother and shit. And, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, one day she was here in New York and she was just running around cleaning up and doing something. And then I was trying to, you know, I was just wanted to tap in to just, you know what I'm saying, get a vibe from where she was from. So right. I started, I just looked up, like, the Billboard hits from the, like, R&B side oh. of, of her era. You know what I'm saying? Slick, yeah. And then just, I didn't even say nothing. I just, all right, like, 19... 55, you know what I'm saying? What was the number one RB hit? And then right. I just play it. And she's like, oh, I was such and such. And it just opened up a whole nother person. You know what I'm uh, saying? Like, uh-huh. where'd you get that song? I was right. like, oh, it's on the YouTube. And then right. oh,
0: that's great. And then I play something that's like, ah, oh, how did you know about that? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Right.
1: Because you know, A hit, you know what I'm saying? It might be some songs that you like that, that aren't hits, you know what I'm saying? But right. A hit is omnipresent, so if it was mm-hmm. number one on Billboard, everybody probably heard it. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So, or feel
0: some type of way about it. Right, yeah. or
1: even if they ain't like the song, it still it still puts an exclamation point on a certain era, you know? Like yep. Put a pin in it, like, okay, yeah, that was happening. Like, like right. say, I, I never really liked Ja Rule songs, right? But uh-huh. if you say, you play Holla Holla, I know what the fuck was happening during that time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, it was like Super Bowl in Miami. You know what I'm saying? Right, ja Rule right. was fish grease hot and shit. You know what I mean? Right. Holla, right. holla! You're like, man. But right. you remember <laughs> that time. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. And I, I, I assume as you get older, you won't even give a fuck that you didn't like Ja Rule. You just remember like, oh shit, 1999,
0: 19- right. boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Take it back. It's time yeah. machine yeah it's like the verses that's like the verses every time I, I like you know certain verses, they'll play the hit that I might have fronted on back in the day, and mm-hmm. then I'm like, you know what nah i i, I get it now, or at least <laughs> it takes me back to mm-hmm. the time when I was fronting on it. you know what I mean? I was younger, <laughs> you know what I'm saying or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. but uh yeah man that shit that is that I think I'm gonna try that. I think I'm gonna try that see what mm-hmm. type of records she respond to.
1: Yeah. But, uh, just like yeah, it's like a time machine for real.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So that's that. That's what's going on, to, you know, today. I think we're going to have a Zoom, which mm-hmm. is going to be interesting because I don't know who's going to set the Zoom up for my grandmother, but we'll figure that out and, uh, we'll do that. And, uh, shit, that was cool. Um, speaking of big records, um what you think of that old wet ass pussy? <laughs> it's cool You
1: know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying I, It's cool I like the concept You know what I'm saying <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't say that You know I feel like the song Is a is a jam I wouldn't You know what I'm saying Right It's cool I, uh-huh. I you know, Like I said I enjoy the concept Of it all You know what I'm saying It's funny Because mm-hmm. uh, when they came out With the shit It threw it back to When we was in college And shit And um, uh-huh. we was young Stupid You know what I'm saying Kids right. in college just saying silly wild shit, right. and um, SWV came out, and mm-hmm. uh, and my roommate he changed the name, you know what I'm saying, from Sisters with Voices to Soaking Wet Vaginas. So that's
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. So that's the OG WAP. <laughs> this
1: the, the OG WAP. So when I when I heard the song, I was like, damn, it threw me right back to that. And I just shook my that's head fun. like, oh, we so <laughs> stupid.
0: We were so ahead of the curve. Not even ahead of the uh, curve.
1: Like we was just so stupid. Soaking wet vaginas. That's fun. <laughs> That's
0: hilarious. Uh, shit. Yeah, it's a cool record. I like. I like the. I like the fact that they took it there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I appreciate the the lyrics and the fact that they're going all in. The beat is alright. The beat. Yeah. Is, you know, it's a flip. It's a flip, and and it's got a nice little little bass to it or whatever. It's a cool record. It's a it's a big record because it's Cardi and Meg. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a you know what I mean it's a statement type of thing. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just pretty interesting. It's not even just interesting. It's actually I don't want to say exhausting, but it's it's very uh, predictable. Some of the outrage that has been bubbling from that, which is what, like,
1: what's, that, what's the outrage, D?
0: Well, some of the outrage is performative and deliberate. I know that. Like, I've peeped, you know, some of these, like, right-wingers or whatever, these people that are trying to uh, establish themselves in the national conversation or whatever. Mm -hmm. They come out, like, with a hard line against it on some morality shit and try to shame shame the women for making the song. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But at the same time, they know that this is a... Uh, epic troll, and this shit is going to get retweeted and hopefully it'll get responded back to by these people, blah, blah, blah. So those are invalid. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And honestly, that's more to what I'm saying. Then I see people that were kind of, that have been around for years for many, you know, uh, raunchy, vulgar, whatever you want to call them, songs, explicit Mm -hmm. songs. And it's almost as if... They don't remember their youth, or they like they're like, well, you know, like I seen CeeLo, I didn't even jump into it, but I seen CeeLo. Come, C- C- come on, now.
1: come on,
0: CeeLo. Come on, CeeLo. C- C- you know y'all, I mean? y'all was
1: birthed in the strip club. What are you talking about, man? That's even, what I would think. You didn't, you y'all wasn't making a strip club record, but that's
0: where they promoted your shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Man. But that I mean, that kind of bugged me out. That bugged me out a little bit, just as an artist. And C- you know C-Lo, what I'm
1: saying? I mean, CeeLo probably should stay out the conversation right now you know what i'm saying why's we, that because you know he got the rapey allegations on him already oh uh, well you know what uh, i'm saying yeah. yeah you know what yeah. i'm saying he got the, you know what i mean so he <laughs> probably should not even be in the conversation and yeah. furthermore i don't know who i don't i mean if you're into vaginas who right. who, who doesn't like a, a, a wet ass vagina right
2: Right. That, yeah. that, cool. That's
1: almost like You know what I'm saying A sign of Hey I enjoy What's going on I enjoy what we got Going on here And I'm gonna show you How much I enjoy it By my response And my response mm-hmm. Is Gushy and wet that is a, <laughs> That <laughs> shit is a, The ultimate sign Of success In that The ultimate In, in that round The ultimate That's the round of applause That's the feedback Yeah that's the great feedback You know what I'm saying Yeah That's like right. showing up You know what I'm saying And you you know what I'm saying? That's like getting mad at somebody like, I got a hard-ass dick. You know what I'm right.
0: saying? Like, right. you're supposed to. <laughs> you know, so funny, speaking of that, shout out to uh, Chris Red and uh, Matt Richards, two comics. Uh, they actually made a record called Hard-Ass Dick, mm-hmm. and they put it out. They was like, nobody's asking for it, but fuck it, we putting the shit out. So, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah of
1: course. I mean, of and course, it, it, it's like, nigga,
0: if you show up with a limp-ass dick, that ain't nothing right. to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a statement too, I guess. What? You know what I mean? Like, if a limp ass dick, that means you're not into it. You know? You're it goes back it to what or, you're talking or, about.
1: Or something might be wrong with your
0: dying. Yeah, 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 yeah. You <laughs> so might that, need to change either, your diet. Either way, that ain't the statement you want to show up with. Nah, <laughs> nah, that's probably not. <laughs> but it goes back to what we just talking about. You got to be present. And right. that is the, uh, that's the physical uh, evidence of uh, presence. I'm present. I'm here. In I'm in the building. With, right. with
1: you, and I right. like what we got going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or I could I could be by myself and I enjoy what I got going on by myself and still made it, you know what I'm right. saying, Gushy. Home cooking. So yeah. either way, it's a celebration.
0: Right. It's a round right. of applause. Right. Mm, that's what I thought. Yeah. But you know, people, some people are contrary. Then uh other than that, so that record came out. Then uh, I think we we talked about this offline. We spoke about it. I don't know if you want to recap, but I don't think we really need to get too deep into the whole two chains versus Rick Ross mm-hmm. versus. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh I dig the the two chains record a little bit with the piece of my love uh, little band sample. I thought that probably would've worked had there been like a real, real like a in real life. Uh, homecoming season right. I think that could have been a hit You know what I mean Or at least Something that resonated So
1: you don't you think know? It's gonna resonate I didn't hear it yet Is that that's something new he dropped?
0: Yeah they played it in, uh, At the end of the battle You know they both Came out They both played new records At the end of the battle Right And uh, it's a record He got with Wayne mm-hmm. And uh, what's cool Which you would appreciate About it What made me fuck With it off the top and it's some shit I almost thought about We used that as a drop uh, he shout out a few black colleges and he say Fam U and right after Fam U he say Clark Atlanta I was like oh shit you don't hear that many Clark Atlanta shouts so I was like oh shit so uh, yeah 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 and it's My a idea. cool we, record we
1: got that but see the thing yeah. about it is I I, I kind of clicked off before it ended I know so I didn't uh, yeah. catch the, well, tell I, the could people go back. I could go back and about. watch it though
0: yeah 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 yeah. You you kind of you kind of thought it was boring well,
1: I wouldn't wouldn't have said that in public. But Oh, I think sure you just said you clicked <laughs> off. Well if you no, want a more I I, list, I, I did I, I did think it was kinda of boring. I uh-huh. did think that um that the type of music that they make, you know what I'm saying, right. it 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 kinda of needs, you know what I'm saying, that audience participation or it needs that energy around yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? So since they make this this music that makes the crowd energetic and makes the clubs bounce and shit like that. It's, mm-hmm. it's almost like as a performer they don't have to be that, you know what I'm saying? And I felt like in the verses they were both protecting their their cool. usual identity, like their cool mm-hmm. identity. Like a lot of times in verses, you know what I'm saying, it's almost like the at home version of the artist, you know what I'm saying? Like you get to see okay, Oh, that's Jada Kiss when he drinking. I have never seen Jada Kiss drinking, of food. That's cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so it's almost like you get to see like the behind the curtain version, the green room version of your artist, right? With Chains and Rick Ross, neither one of them were able to get outside of their own persona. You know what I'm right. saying? And let you in on any like you know what I'm saying? Having the strippers there and a bag of money and. And him having a girl come massage him. It was almost like, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to continue the persona version because I'm not letting these people in into my, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to let loose and really take Mm. advantage of the moment that exists. Like, you know, so I thought I thought it was a missed opportunity for especially for somebody like like Rick Ross to actually Mm -hmm. establish, you know what I'm saying, his his no not dominance, but his, you know, his personality Position in the game. You know what I'm saying? I'm Ross the Boss. You know what I'm saying? Chains, I like what you had going on all these years. I like your ascent. You know what I'm saying? I like the way you did this thing. You know what I'm saying? I, when I was on my biggest record, you know what I'm saying? My Blowing Money Fast record with Big Meach, Larry Hoover. We was out here killing that shit. And you came and did that show with me down in motherfucking Vegas. Nigga, I was proud of you. You know what I'm saying? I felt like Ross would have had more to say like that and kind of cement his his OG his OGness in the game. Mm. Like, because it always happens. Like Snoop did it with DMX. Erica did it with um with Jill Scott. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like the OG always rises up in it and kind of takes advantage of the situation to say, "Hey man, I love and appreciate what you're doing, but I'm the OG here." You know what I'm saying? I don't think mm. Ross never established that. And then Two Chains kept coming with hits now. You know what I'm saying? And then Two Chains, it seemed like he didn't want to step out there and, and take that particular role either. So mm-hmm. it, it just left you with just the music and really nothing else. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of the verses you get to learn a little tidbit here and a little tidbit there. That's what makes it interesting.
0: Yeah. I'd agree with that. It definitely started abruptly. You know what I mean? Like they went straight into it. Wasn't no, you know what I mean? Like it was, it was DAP. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't. They ain't, they ain't like warm up. They didn't introduce themselves. There was no, to your point, maybe some OG graciousness. You know what I'm saying? When, in a way where you kind of, to your point, like do the the twofold, establish the hierarchy, but then offer out like uh you know just the like a you know what i mean like i see you you know what i'm saying i recognize you as somebody that's great in this game as well and we both great and we celebrating tonight so let's mm-hmm. get to it you know what i mean uh yeah you know on a certain level though i think i think since both of them are still kind of really out there mm-hmm. in the mix you know what i mean moving and shaking maybe but mm-hmm. like in the mix that the stakes was a little higher, you know, or at least perception-wise to them or maybe just assumption-wise to me by what I'm seeing because I felt like a lot of it off the top was nerves. You know what I'm right. saying? I think, I think a lot of these cats, uh, especially some of those that are, like, still in the fray. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, when you talk mm-hmm. about some of these other artists, they're, for, you know, most, for the most part, they're a legacy acts, you know right. even Ross is a legacy act on a certain level he's just active still, but his his jersey's pretty much in the rafters if you ask certain people. two right. chains might have a season or two left to where his shit is in there but his he's going to the fa- he's going to the Hall of Fame too right but in this moment, you know it might it might in their mind they might not want to take no else, you know what I'm saying yeah. so yeah well so rather than make it light. Because it would have been cool if it was light and fun or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I definitely felt like motherfuckers was very uh, locked in, very concerned about establishing (laughs) a a, a tone, setting a tone or something. And then what I also noticed is, you know, after, you know, them cats hit them vices, you know what I'm saying, smoke that (laughs) weed, hit that liquor, you seen shit loosen up, Mm -hmm. and then shortly thereafter cuz niggas is both past 40, you start to see niggas get a little tired early. Right. You know what I mean? A little surly, a little ready to go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh um, yeah, it was cool, man. It was it was cool. It was um it was it was, you know, it was cool. It was it it was cool. It wasn't uh it probably wasn't one of my favorites. Even though I'm a I'm a big 2 Chains fan too and I like Ross a lot. Ross is crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh it was very interesting though because, and I think both of them, but particularly Two Chains, left a lot of shit on the table. There's a lot of records yeah. that he didn't play, and um, yeah. you know, and he kind of, and I thought this was kind of slick. You know, I guess it goes back to persona, but he kind of been, uh, kind of been talking shit like, "Yo, I got another twenty for whoever else wanted," and <laughs> I, I ain't mad at that. I'm not right. mad at that that and, and, statement.
1: And see, that just goes to show to me. Just that statement in itself goes to show that he, he felt back. like he was he was right there neck and neck with Ross. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, I, got, I can go record for record with you and got another 20 for these other motherfuckers if they want to come. You know what I'm saying? But he didn't play it like that on the scene. You know what I'm saying? It looked like he was just more deferring. To Ross? No, Remember?
0: I'm talking about no. Ross said I got another twenty. Oh, Ross, not said not that. Okay, not two okay, chains. Okay. Did I say two chains? Said that? You said? I thought two I said Ross. Said yeah. You oh, said pardon me. Said yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Okay, Ross is okay, okay. okay. the one that said that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Ross,
1: you need to have that energy when you was there, man. You know, what uh, what I'm saying? Uh, it's like I thought, he might have had the energy per se. He uh-huh. Just I just I just felt like he didn't he didn't play it real G. You know what I'm saying? He he mm. he, he played it like he was playing with a peer. And he was, it but was. his position in the game is not that. You know what I'm saying? His position, like he don't really have necessarily a peer in the game. And so for him to to play it like, you know, to play it even, you know what I'm saying? I think that took away from the bossness of it all. I think, uh, you
0: don't think Ross has any peers in the game?
1: Not in his category.
0: Hmm. Jeezy ain't there. You don't think Jeezy
1: or Jeezy? Jeezy never. He T. didn't keep. He didn't keep competing.
0: Jeezy yeah. didn't.
1: Ti uh-huh. was. Ti had done moved to something else by the time Ross really came and and took over a particular uh-huh. lane. You know what I'm saying? Jeezy uh-huh. and Ross was. Yeah, they were neck and neck. And then right. I always say, you know what I'm saying, and it's just my own. Sidewalk opinion You know what I'm saying I'm not stating this as fact In no shape or way To disparage Any artist in the game Cause I was there When Jeezy first started I'm a big fan of Jeezy But Uh I I also believe That Jeezy's big mistake Was when um, He went on tour with Uh Jay-Z And And you know Did the whole Live Nation thing I think that tour took him out of the slot. He abandoned his slot because that tour didn't roll to where the big Jeezy fans was at. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? That was a big tour. It was a big opportunity. And I could see how you would do it. Do that deal. Like, shit, hell yeah, going out with Jay? Fuck that. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. Jay fans ain't necessarily convert to Jeezy fans. So then Mm -hmm. the Jeezy fans who was in the club, that was the year Ross... It was Ross, Plies, uh, Gucci, Gucci, Walker.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Out of between those four artists, they divided up the whole Jeezy fan base that was still in the streets wanting that street shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Ross kept ascending from there, and then Jeezy came back, and you know what I'm saying to step back into that space. But I don't think that space was all the way there for him still. Mm it had dispersed into different places and you still had your core Jeezy fans. It's just that they had a whole lot more options. Right, right, And then Ross just kept going with it. He kept going and then he he kind of put himself in a place where that's just Ross. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like a whole lot of little Rosses or a whole lot of, you know what I'm saying, a whole lot of artists that was just in that space per se. Mm-hmm. He was just kind of like the fancy, um, you know, over-the-top, you know what I'm saying, auspicious. You know what right. I'm saying? He was he was the big word king of luxury. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Opulence. Opulence. Yeah. He was the opulence rapper. Right. You know what I'm saying? Guess Khaled could come close, but Khaled ain't no rapper. You know right. what I'm saying? So,
0: yeah. you know what I mean? Now, I hear what you're saying. Which is, to that point, I kind of I kinda wasn't mad at Particularly Ross being Ross, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Two is two chains, uh, and he was a little deferential. He could have, he could have kind of. You've seen it too, like how they were playing with the space. Right. You, you like they were kind of both uh, respectful of mm-hmm. not taking over the room, and then right. like I was hearing in the interviews. Afterward, I guess Ross had, like, a bunch of people in there. 2 Chains just had, like, you know, his wife in there. You know what I'm saying? Tuchin so Chainz
1: said that, that. He just had his wife yeah. and her girl and a couple other right. people. And Ross had, like, 40 people. He said that on the shit, which I thought yeah, was Yeah, he awesome.
0: said that. And I think, I, for, for real, for real. Well, hold on, let me finish my point. I let go, me just go. finish this last point. I think that with Ross, it's almost like... Ross is like a pro wrestler. You know what I'm saying? Like, he locked all the way into the persona. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so... For him to have the woman come out and give him a massage in the middle of a devil in a blue dress, that was showmanship. That was part of what you, that's the people's eyebrow. That's, you know what right. I mean? That's the rock being the rock. And I mm-hmm. think there's certain people that they're going to all the way commit to it. As much as you want to see what's behind the curtain, it ain't the time right yet. You know what I'm saying? Right now it's still showtime. And this ain't the home game no more. This is us at a fucking uh at a studio in Atlanta mm-hmm. with strippers and you know what I mean a party off mm-hmm. camera. Like this ain't just us at the house lo fi anymore. It's mm-hmm. a different level. This shit is on the cover of Billboard now. Stakes are a bit higher, maybe, mm-hmm. but the presentation is absolutely different. So, you know, but you know, that's how that's how I kinda saw it. You know. I, okay, I, I, what was
1: I, I felt like just optically I felt like Two chains had his foot off the gas. You know what I'm saying? Mm. He was kind of, you know, I he was looking over there to see how Ross was acting, and uh-huh. he kind of fell back as opposed to bringing out his true, his self. You know what I'm saying? And being himself. Uh, yeah. So he deferred a little bit, in my estimations, and uh-huh. and I think I think what I would have liked to see from Ross. Yeah, I'm saying I don't mind the showmanship. I don't mind the persona. I think he could have kept the persona and just applied it to the occasion at hand. You know? Like, you know what I'm saying? You like you see some of the more the more seasoned artists, they kind of know how to do that. Like Snoop knew how to do that. I mean, he always knew he always could do that. You know what I'm saying? It's just like Yeah, Erica's like, you know, I'm here, I'm with you. But you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, let it be, don't, don't get it fucked up or confused. I'm the boss. You know what I'm saying? And mm. kind of like, even if it was a rant, a neutral space, you know what I'm saying? It seemed like Ross would have made it his home field advantage. You know what I'm saying? Especially having a whole bunch of people that like, hey man, Chains, I you know what I'm saying, I'm glad you came through, you know what I'm saying. I know you got I know you got your patron, you know what I'm saying? But if you if you want it, yeah you know I mean, this yank right here or this Air, I got you, Blair. You know what I'm saying?
0: You, you think him a fan. big ass bag of weed. He did yeah. start off like, here you go. Here's a bag of tree. I right. know you get, it. you know what I mean? So I yeah. felt like he, you know, he did it what, what he could do. But go ahead, right. go ahead. I think
1: I think that should have been his, he should have been it. like, you know what I'm saying? This is my house. You know what I'm saying? And welcome. Right. Welcome to the house of opulence. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of right. like when you have that opulent flow, you feel like if Ross invites you to his crib, it's going to everything's going to be that way. Like, he's going to host you in that manner. You know what I mean? True. Now, but it was was that his crib? No, 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 nah. I don't know if it was his crib. It's just, but <laughs> as an entertainer, you know uh, how to make any space your space. You know what, uh-huh. what I'm saying? Like the best of them do, you know? Right, And right. it's like, nah, nah, this ain't my space. But hey, man, welcome, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad to be here with you, man. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And we're going to do this shit for the people. Blase, Skip. And you know, I just would have liked to seen a little more personality from Ross, mm-hmm. and I think that would have loosened up the room a lot. And yeah. he he could have kept on his persona as boss and just played it all the way out. Right, right, right. Yeah, we'll but well, that's neither here nor there. You know what I'm saying? It's not a it's not a knock. It's yeah, just, it was what it was. Yeah, it's just it's just some shit that I cooked up in my own head. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Nah. That's that's true. I was. Uh, Talking to a friend of mine, shout out to Nikki P. She was saying like, you know, I think a lot of us do this. We could project a narrative onto it based on just what we're seeing. You know what I mean? Like, like they were you know people were getting upset, like feeling like Ross was like rude to Tuche. So people felt, you know, <laughs> and uh, and I was like, well, I ain't see that, but you know, like that's just what you felt. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's one of those things. I think things, he was man. uncomfortable.
1: For real, for real. I
0: th- I, absolutely. I definitely think they both was uncomfortable. You I think that 2 chains had uh, less to lose. You know what I mean? Like, right. not less to lose, but I don't think... I think 2 chains had pretty much nothing but upside. You know what right. I mean? Like, and I said that last week. I think Ross, he was good, but... I think what has gotten Ross to where he is is the fact that he probably is uncomfortable on a certain level or maybe just super competitive. Like, I, I got it. Like how you said, 2 chains might have let up off the gas. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Ross let up off the gas. I don't think Ross let up off the gas. Ross kept yeah. it going. like you know. Yeah,
1: but his personality was like, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't... It didn't project as, as he was in control. It projected as if he was nervous. And mm. I think... You know what I'm saying? For just from my own perspective, me projecting it, looked like Ross made two
0: chains uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> like this mm. nigga acting all weird and shit. I don't know what the fuck going on. You
0: know, I'm, Yeah, I, I sit a couple moments like that. Like you we all right? You know what I mean? I'm a couple drink we my I drink and look.
1: smoke my reefer and shit. I don't right. know. This nigga hit tripping.
0: <laughs> I felt like for the first ten minutes of the shit, it looked like they was in two separate studios. They wasn't <laughs> even looking at each other. They was just they was just in their own bubbles. But yes, eventually man. it kinda it melded. Yeah, just uh, just for the fact of him
1: saying, yeah, you know, Ross got
0: a whole party in here. I just
1: came with my wife and, you know. Right, right. <laughs> you mm. know what I'm saying? It, 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 it spoke to the uncomfortable vibe that mm-hmm. was created. Mm. But, you know, in the end, as they say, hip-hop won. We got entertainment <laughs> for free. Right. You know what I'm saying? We get yeah. to sit here and and pontificate on it. Right. You know what I'm saying? It speaks to the repertoire and the, the catalog of each of the artists that were involved, that they yeah. were able to play song, got the song, got the song. It's like, damn. Like, two chains, man, he got a lot of fucking songs, man. We already knew Ross had a lot of songs, but it, you know, chains got a lot of songs, but when you hear him back to back and
0: back to back, it's like, oh, shit. Damn. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a this. chains fan. Right. Me try, too. I, I was right. Yeah. I will say this though. Production wise, it it's it didn't it was two chains, I mean, two chain shit's cool, it's great in the club, but some of that shit sound a little light in the ass next to some of them Ross beats. Well, them Ross beats is fucking meaty and mighty healthy. Come you know on, what I'm man. saying?
1: Ross is Barry White, you know what I'm saying? Little right, Unlimited right. orchestra type shit, right, you know what I'm saying? Right. Just Justice league as orchestra Absolutely, shit. absolutely. You know absolutely. So that's his signature. That's why I say he in his he has his own class of music, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Right. Even though he might talk the same subject matter as a lot of other people, but the way that he does it, nobody else does it in that way. Nobody has his voice. Nobody has the range of music that he brings to his right. Voice. You know what right. I'm saying So And then he'll throw in You know what I'm saying That, that club shit for you You know what I'm saying I'm Big Meech I'm Larry Hoover But then that other shit That Maybach music And all that mm-hmm. shit It's fly Santorini sexy. Greece. Yeah, yeah It's, it's yeah. opulent It's you know what I'm saying It's it's put on your Versace shit And mm-hmm. be in the place Drinking shit In a tropical location as shit You know what I mean Right So That picture He's painted And nobody can Take that picture From right. him you know what I'm saying? Or put their picture next to his. But but when you hit change, it was like, a, he got a lot of motherfucking feel good ass shit that you know that was banging in the club.
0: <laughs> hmm Yeah. So that was cool. I'm curious to see what the next one is. I saw an interview. Seems like, well, it could go a couple different directions. I've been seeing, uh, hearing talks of Drake and Kanye still. I don't think that's going to happen. But uh, mm-hmm. that I think that might be, in my mind, I think that might be probably the best opponent for Drake, even more so than Hov, I think, mm-hmm. in my mind. I would have to go yeah, back and look. Obviously, some of, people say Wayne, too. Um, but, uh,
1: of, I, Drake and Kanye got a lot of unspoken history. That, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying?
0: That would add to the drama. hmm You know what I'm saying? Which might make it not happen, though. Because I don't think... I don't know if we've had much of that. We have a couple of those, and those don't typically go well. Then, <laughs> it, was, then it was the joint uh, I, saw, I saw. I didn't see the KRS-One interview, but I guess he interviewed with Fat Joe, and, uh, you know, the Jopra show. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said to us, uh, allegedly, I didn't see it, so he must have said to Joe, like, uh, if he had a versus with LL, it, it would be unfair. He wouldn't, you know, LL wouldn't be able to, you know what I mean? Something to that effect. Like LL mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to fuck with him. Mm-hmm. And so Daytuan had an interview with LL and LL just started laughing at that shit. Right. And that I mean. that would be, that would be good to see. I mean, I think LL would get him out of there. And yeah. then they talking about Rakim and, 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 uh, Big,
1: Daddy and King. Big Daddy
0: Kane, mm-hmm. which I would love to see. I mean, that would be fun to see. Just curious, just on some personality shit. I'm a Kane fan. I'm a Rockem fan too. But I, you mm-hmm. know, I'm from the from the school of Kane, right. so that's my bias. But that would be good to see too.
1: Yeah, so. I, I I am a I'm I'm a fan of both. Like both play a significant role in how I establish my personal character. You know what I'm saying? Right. First, it was Big Daddy Kane. I was the light skinned Big Daddy Kane, uh-huh. and then when rockym came you know what i'm saying the rockym look took over from there you know what i'm saying mm, mm. so so it was just the seriousness of rockym that right. you know that that you could carry with you when you want to get in the club you ain't really got the proper id and uh-huh. you know what i'm saying you're too young you uh-huh. know what i'm saying my whole thing was hey man when we get up to the door, put your rockym look on man okay oh, wow. <laughs> you know what i'm saying put your rockym look on
0: Oh, mature ass. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Serious up your face. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm That's and, funny. and go ahead and walk up in the strawberries, you know what I'm saying? But mm. um, both of them disappointed me in the end in certain ways. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Kane went too sexy. Mm-hmm. Um, Rakim, um, I don't think, you know what I'm saying, really understood his appeal, his own appeal. Mm. So I think he linked more to one segment of his audience than how he started and maybe mm-hmm. how he started wasn't really him so I don't know um, I think Marley Marl had him in the pocket where he had a very national universal sound that was mm-hmm. like could play anywhere and I think the more Eric B took over and the more they grew it became more of a regionalized sound which kind of was like down Rock him, we loved you everywhere, <laughs> you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so so, when the second album came, it was like you know you you anticipated like yo this this area band rock him, cover was dope, you know what I'm saying, and then it was like, ah, eh, okay, then microphone Fiend, oh shit, here we go, mahogany, oh shit, here we go, and then you know what I'm saying, it kind of like, yeah, <laughs> it's like, damn. Mm. While paid in full was back to back, front, you know what I'm saying, top to bottom, you could play that shit straight through. Right. And then after that, it just got more and more kind of New Yorkish, very Northeastern vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, Thing, then he, you know, he hit you with, uh, I want to know what's on your mind, which was, you know what I'm saying, more in the universal space. Mm-hmm. I, I think when you took the 808s from uh, away from Rock voice, it didn't feel the, as big as it did when you had the 808s on it. Mm. Interesting.
0: I'd so, have to go back and listen to his, his catalog. You know, I told you I was listening to his audio book. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you checked it out, but it's good. And it gives you a lot of insight on his approach to it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And and who was involved and who you... who. Uh, people may have thought were more involved than they really were. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, um, like Rakim did a lot of the production on his shit. Mm -hmm. And I don't think he gets credited like that. Like he, like, he said, yo, I picked this loop. I brought this over to Marley, like all of this type of shit. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I did that, you know, for both of them actually. Mm -hmm. Cause Kane too. Like, I think since they were so ill as MCs, you know what I'm saying? And they were from such, you know, dope crews or whatever, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Established crews that, you know, you might have kind of, like many people kind of say, oh, I, I guess homie, you know, I guess these people are doing the production on that. And you mm-hmm. just figure, okay, he's just he's just all the rhymes and shit like that. So when you find out later on, he had a hand in both and things like that. And, you know, I think from my own experience with Rakim, again, like, uh he always came across a little bit more mature. Like your whole thing about... When you go to the club, mm-hmm. get your Rock Kim face on so you can get in. Right? I always looked at Rock Kim as the nigga that was probably never being in the club. Like Rock, like <laughs> Rock Kim as dope as he was, and as ill as he was, and as you know what I mean. He just seemed like he was serious twenty four seven. He gonna right. do the knowledge. Whereas right. Kane, that nigga be dancing his women around. This shit popping. He, you know what I mean? Like it was just a little bit more, a little bit more exciting. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and then. Like again, I ain't pay that much attention to his uh, his catalog. Like I paid attention to Kane. Yeah, Kane definitely he went R and B on him, You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He doing records with Barry White and Patti Labelle, and you know he got his <laughs> his nipples out on the cover and shit like that. that so taco that taco meat and shit. Yeah, that was a little <laughs> that was a little too sensual for for a young nigga to really right. you know what I mean? Want to <laughs> like embrace? We wasn't you know that fast, you know man. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah, we were still. <laughs> 15, nigga, 16 years old. Right. This nigga was on his grown man silk pajama shit. You know what I'm saying? He was living a different lifestyle. So I was like, I, I feel that, but I I can't all the way relate.
1: You went a little but, bit too princey, dog.
0: Yeah, a little, you know. And, and you that ain't was have back, enough,
1: and you ain't have enough prints to pull it off.
0: Right. And that was the hardcore era, too. So right. shit started to really change. That shit started to look way different, you know? Right. And uh with Rock I felt like it just kind of may have faded out. I remember he had that one record with Primo later on. I was born mm-hmm. in New York City. That shit was hard. And then, you know, he was, he was dealing with Dre, but that never kind of manifested in his way. So it kind of felt like he was like a casualty of the game. Like the right. game kind of moved on a little bit. Right. Um, and then if we were to talk about LL and KRS-One, Mm-hmm. Like I'm a huge KRS-One fan, and I fuck with LL Heavy too. Mm-hmm. LL, I've seen, I've never seen KRS-One in concert. I heard he's a beast, but I've seen LL in concert. That nigga rock for at least two and a half hours. Like it was crazy. That that, sh- man, that shit was like record after record. You like, oh shit, I forgot. That nigga like Bruce Springsteen of hip hop. Yeah, I've but, seen uh, you
1: know many LL concerts. You know what mm-hmm. what I'm LL changed yeah. the game. And yeah. I don't even think they the same, in the same nope. category. I know they had to, the, like, the little back and forth, little beef a little bit, you know what I'm saying, where KS1 was coming out to everybody and shit. But I don't mm-hmm. really even think they the same type of shit. LL, you go to LL for, like, hits and mm-hmm. fuck it, you know what I'm saying? Shit, yeah. this nigga's making hits and records and shit. K R S one is rapping on your ass. KS1 is, like, hip-hop, like, you know what I mean? The teacher. I think Karis yeah. one could talk that shit if like versus was a real battle, like you had to get on the mic and be you know what I'm saying and do some freestyles right. and shit, then right. then he'll be he'll be a problem for a lot of niggas, you know what I'm saying? Right. But when you're talking about hits, I mean, you know, Karis One got a little string of him now. But oh, he
0: got some shit. He got a he got some
1: shit. LL LL shit go about two, three decades long, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, no, it's been that nigga came all the way into the two thousands with his shit.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah.
0: yeah. So that nah, should that would be I'd watch it though, but it would oh, be of course. It'd, it'd be interesting. I mean, <laughs> why not, right? Uh what else is going on, man? So uh I was gonna talk about it, but it looks like uh Biden picked Kamala Harris as his VP pick. What you oh, think? Yeah. yeah, that's what the news is saying they uh saying that he picked 'cause I was uh, I wanted to talk about this whole you know, everybody was like, he needs to pick a black, uh, uh, a black woman VP mm-hmm. candidate. You know what I mean? And I was curious as to what your thoughts were on that. And I fuck with Kamala because I like, you know, I, I like Kamala. I think I've said this before. I just, I like how she was handling motherfuckers on that Senate floor. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like when she, you know, she's, uh, she's like a, a fucking battle rapper out mm-hmm. there. She know how to really, you know, say that shit. So it's going to be pretty interesting to see how this pans out. But uh, what are your thoughts hearing that?
1: I, listen, man, I, I, I really can't even speak to it like that because I haven't followed the shit. You know what I'm saying? And that don't I mean ha-
0: nothing. This is, a podcast. this is a conversation. I know.
1: But but see, you uh, know what I'm saying? I only know. The only stuff I really know about Kamala Harris is like, you know what I'm saying? Her little shit, her, when she was whatever fuck she was, state attorney, whatever fuck she was. Attorney uh-huh. General, or whatever, whoever was. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Her her rules against, you know, marijuana and her hard stance on 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 crime that sent a lot of people to jail, type of shit. uh uh-huh. And you know, so I don't really know much about her. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I haven't uh-huh. followed the shit. And I don't like Biden anyway. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So right. you know what I'm saying? I ain't got much to say about him either. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So right. so you know, I know what I got to do. I know what <laughs> right. it boiled right. down to, but you know what <laughs> I'm saying? That don't I mean I got to like this shit. You right. know what I'm saying? Y'all already, I done already said how I felt about Creepy Joe. Right. So True. it's yeah, whatever, man. You know what I'm saying? I know I know. when it come that time, I'm going to do, do the right thing and yeah. do what the fuck I'm supposed to do. But I ain't too excited. happy about none of these motherfuckers. For real, for real.
0: Yeah, I can dig it. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's I, I think that sentiment is uh, is quite popular. I just hope. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it is, but I just hope that motherfuckers come out because your right. man, your man Trump is out of control, man. That's man, a man. Yeah, you out of control, man.
1: I don't know, man. They got a bug us, out. They got it's us a in a fucked up scenario. <laughs> mm. What you mean? I'm just saying, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. You in a rock, between a rock and a hard place. You know what I'm mm. saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This nigga already out here, if you're black, you got to vote for me. Like, uh, Yeah. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You might be,
0: I mean, God damn. (laughs) Right, right, right. Because it's whack because you kind of got to eat that a little bit. Right. (laughs) Unless you just want to spite yourself. Right. You you know what I'm saying? Bite your nose off to spite your face, but it's kind of like, wow, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, that's that's the latest. Uh, I saw, I didn't really get too deep into the, I mean, I guess I got enough of this story. You saw all the looting in Chicago at the, uh, what's the, the Nenema Marcus, I think, or Nordstrom's? They looted that shit. Do you see that shit? Oh, nah, what happened? Oh, man. So, and I, again, like, I don't, I might be fucking some of the story up. Alleged, uh, so, there was a there was a uh, a protest going on in Chicago And I believe was, I
1: know it was another police shooting
0: Okay It might have been Well, supposedly There was a protest going on And at the protest One of the protesters Got shot, right? Oh. Allegedly got shot Or that was the word That they had gotten shot And I think they had gotten shot Maybe with a rubber bullet Or something like that So it wasn't fatal But it seemed like the word was like Another black person killed by the cops, type shit. Oh, so okay. there was the motherfuckers started riding, Went to the Gold Coast and you know they, you know or whatever Michigan Avenue and went up in the uh, the Nordstroms in the Neiman Marcus. It was like hundreds of motherfuckers looting. Like mm-hmm. again, like the only reason I'm even talking about it is just for the fact that what struck me more than anything, like I've seen looting before. You know what I'm saying? But I've never like this was deep dive looting. I don't think <laughs> uh, you gotta see the you gotta see the uh, the. I'm video looking at it of, right now. I'm looking at it right now. Whenever you gotta go up some escalators. <laughs> you going too far Like that shit I'm, I'm thinking My loot game It's I'm treating that shit Like suicides You know what I'm yeah. saying I'm gonna run over here I'm gonna run back quick Run over here Run back quick But I guess Some people's like Man fuck it If we're gonna do this We're gonna go all out I'm going to the third floor To the back Cause I know exactly What I want And mm-hmm. when you do that shit Like I was like Damn you really you're really going for it, going for it. So uh, you know.
1: I mean, I'm looking at the video. These they ain't even going up. There's a whole crowd of motherfuckers coming down, like they leisurely shopping and shit.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? That should look like fucking uh, Black Friday or something. That's yeah. It. That shit was wild though. But well, I see motherfuckers taking
1: their motherfucking time.
0: Yeah, yeah, on an escalator. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is wild. Anyway, that's crazy. Oh shit, man. Yeah. What else dude, 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 right dude. Right Um What else, man? Shit. I was actually um I don't even really need to double back too much, but really the whole reason I brought up uh WAP was I was curious what was the first vulgar song that you remember from Throw like, the dick. Like, well, how old were you when that came out? Like
1: 7th grade.
0: Okay. So that was the one. That was the one where you were like, yeah, oh, Yeah, I mean, shit. we've
1: heard, like, you know, you heard the Dolomite shit and the Richard Pryor. Like, that was, right. you know what I'm saying? But what Throw the Dick did was mix those songs, mix those comedy albums into the song, and they was talking nasty stuff. It resonated uh-huh. because you was in the skating rink when they was doing the dance. You already know the dance, and then it's like, damn, they put all this nasty shit like, damn, we never heard no shit like this. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Drop those draws. No, that's a move something, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like just all this nasty shit. And it's like, what the fuck? And you know, you you a little teenager, you just now hitting your little hormone stretch. And right. it's like,
0: whoa, this is crazy.
1: But yeah, uh, throw the dick was the first time, you know what I'm
0: saying? And you experienced that like at the clubs, at the parties though. It wasn't well, like The first
1: time I heard the song. Was Uh You know On At home On the record
0: Okay
1: once it came out Everybody was like Yo 2 Live Got a new Got the song Throw the dick You know what I'm saying Like oh shit We we know it from the skate rink So Ran down to the flea market You know what I'm saying I I need that 2 Live crew Throw the dick Boom They had it Came home Put it on He's was like You know you hear that 808 boom, Boom 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 You know what I'm saying yeah, And and it's like, first of all, that was the first bass song. You understand? Like, mm. that's the first one. And then, so it got the bass, then it got the cussing and the nasty shit. Like, mm. your whole mind is blown. Like, poof. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like, yeah. cause it's not only these new sounds and these new things going on. It's you know that you don't know them, but they they're your neighborhood heroes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you just seen these motherfuckers at the skate rink. right? You know what I'm saying? And and you at the end of the song, they you know they shouting out all the people, all the names that you already know from the ghetto style DJs and shit, and they mm-hmm. shouting out Miami. And it's like, yo, this is
0: crazy. So mm-hmm.
1: yeah, that was the first time, man. And That and, was yeah. the first one. Yeah. So
0: to clarify. You heard it first, like at a jam, like at the club. No, like, you've seen a lot. No, them I, no, I heard it. You said the you were record. familiar with it. Okay. No,
1: I was familiar with the dance. The dance, the dance. was a dance gotcha. already. Right. You know you what I'm saying? And got then it, they just made it. a song around the dance. Uh, okay. And, though. you know what I'm saying? So, the first time I heard it on a record before I, I heard it in the skating rink. You know what, right. what I'm saying? Right. Then that weekend, of course, you're going to be at the skate rink and it's going down and it's like, oh shit, now you're hearing this shit with the big wall of speakers and mm-hmm. motherfuckers doing the dance and losing their mind. And right. now every week they got to the throw the dick contest, and, you know what I'm saying? Right. Then then JT Money from Poison Clan, he was like a throw the D boy because he was like uh. a dancing ass nigga, you know what I'm uh-huh. saying? So right. he'll throw the D boy. You, It's like exciting things going on because it's like people you know are being affected. You seeing right. this whole shit is like a frenzy, which turned into a whole fucking genre of music.
0: Right, 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 right. I could dig it. Yeah. So
1: yeah, that was the first time I heard some shit. I mean, of course, like you said, I, you heard the comedy records, but that was mm-hmm. like the first like hip hop nasty record. record. Yeah, that was D one.
0: My first hip hop nasty record. I remember the shit clearly was "Fucking Indian Girl" by Slick Rick. Remember that shit? Davey I forgot about that shit. Davey Crockett. (laughs) Yeah, see, Crabb's Indian going, hey, y'all, hey, y'all. Y'all, nigga, that shit was off the chain. I remember listening to that shit with the headphones in, like, blown the fuck away. Like, yeah, "Yeah, this shit is wild. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm trying to, I'm looking at the, yeah, man. That shit was wild. I'm looking at the the lyrics, trying to see. Because, oh, yeah. It said, Dave, pussies ain't supposed to speak. I <laughs> remember that shit. I see crabs with spears and Indian drums. Nigga, that shit. I was like, what? That blew my mind, dog. Oh, man. Shout out to Slick Rick, man. That shit was such a moment, dog. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, babe. That was, that probably was, I think that was the first one where I was like, oh, shit. Like, they cursing. Like, even just cursing. I think that might have been, it was very early. Like, oh, right. wow, this is this is fucking raw. This right. is, let me put the headphones in and, you know, <laughs> make sure nobody coming. Uh, <laughs> I remember that shit. I remember one time my homie, uh, my man Alex, Alex and Tony, R.I.P. Tone, well, I remember my man, they let me hold their uh, digital underground sex packets um, tape And like an idiot I should have just put that shit in my pocket And walked in the crib But I didn't And I like You know Because I, I I was treating it like contraband You know what I mean You know when mm-hmm. you got some shit You ain't supposed to have You don't mm-hmm. move Smooth So I'm moving My, my mom's like Yo hey, what you got there I was like huh <laughs> what, what is in your hand And I said right, now, now, What is in your hand So I, I give her the thing And the shit. say Sex packets So what is this so you put that shit on the fucking living room stereo. <laughs> and that shit it opens up with all types of moaning and crazy shit. Man, mom's confiscated that shit. Alex had to uh, come get his shit. It was the it was a, a whack moment for your boy. Yeah, but see, uh I grew yeah. up
1: with a single father and shit. Like right. styles on boys in the hood. You know what I'm saying? He you know he He was almost happy to hear you doing some wild shit like listening to this shit. He he didn't say that, you know what I'm saying. He didn't, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. support it or back it up. But he definitely didn't tell you not to do it. You know what I'm saying. He was just like, you got to understand the difference between you know the record and real life. You know what I'm saying. You got to use your own context. You know what I'm saying. That's why you got to pay attention to life in this. You know what I mean? And understand what's real and ain't what's ain't. You know what I mean? You know he gonna give you the whole. Ghetto parableness of it all, you know right, what I'm saying? right. Like, like to make sure you understand, and you know, I guess back in the early, that's early hip hop days, right? Mm-hmm. Just because of the age that I am at that mm-hmm. time, I'm learning a lot of these things, a lot of these things about prose and poetry and shit in English class and shit. As mm-hmm. at the time, I'm discovering hip hop, right, right? So, you know, when I always separated. The rapper from the rap, you know what I mean? Because it's like uh-huh. when you, I'm learning about fucking Ice Cube or whoever the fuck. At the same time I'm learning about Shakespeare, and mm. when I'm reading about Shakespeare, you know what I mean? I don't put him in the story. It's a story that he wrote, and mm-hmm. it's like okay, but I'm not picturing him as these characters. You know what I'm saying? Right. So so once I get to Cube, I understand that this nigga's writing the story because this. You know what I'm saying? This nigga ain't this crazy in real life. He writing his
0: story. Mhm. He'd have been yeah. in jail by now.
1: Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like you talking about never should have been let out the penitentiary. Nigga, you never been. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. So so it's like you was able to discern between <laughs> yeah. the song and the reality of it all. And I think I think over time mm-hmm. that line got blurred away to where right. the rapper became the music and you really can't separate them.
0: Right. I think, I think it got to the point where rappers felt like they had to do some old criminal shit just to qualify to be rappers. Right. Right.
1: You know what I'm saying? Just, just
0: for the source material, yeah. Right, and Which I think crazy. that's
1: where, where it got to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I think like Schooly D... And you know when he was writing what he was writing, he was writing the shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he could have been living some of it. Obviously, he was in the environment because he was saying right. some old wild shit before anybody. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. This nigga was all on all kind of shit. But right. then, you know, he 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 wrote this story. You know what I mean? And it was funny. A lot of that shit was funny. Like you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like he yeah. drunk. He get to the house. He going in the houses. His mama come to the door. And then she was like, who is that? He was like, shit, that's me, your son. She's like, not you, the girl behind you. And then he looked around and said, you know what I'm saying, it's a, it's a chick with him, like, you know what I'm saying, a, mm-hmm. a big girl with him that he done brought home from the club, but he's so drunk, he don't even remember the shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, you know what I'm saying? She don't mean no harm, huh? you know what I mean? That's then, in the record. What record yeah, is this it? Saturday this, night? That's, a, that's a Saturday night, I think. Yeah, Saturday okay. night. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. That's wild. And then he take he take the girl upstairs, and you know what I'm saying? And they trying to get busy, but the mama came through wilding out. Then the girl started talking shit to the mama, and then he's like, well, you know, I can't help you there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was like a wild-ass Saturday night, you know what I mean? Right. He, he was writing all kind of wild shit that wasn't re- You know it wasn't real, but it felt way grounded. more gritty. It was yeah. gritty and grounded, grounded in a way that it hadn't been before. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. it paved the way for what Ice Cube now was doing uh, Ice T. Right. You know what I'm saying? Ice T was make break making breakdancing music. Then PSK came out, then he mm-hmm. switched his shit up and made six in the morning. Right. Which right. which is the format for Boys in the Hood and even mm-hmm. motherfucking uh Gangsta Gangster. You know what
0: I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that's great. Now the shit that involved, I was um you know, like with drill, you know, which I'm not the like I'm not uh <clears throat> as uh what's the word? Familiar with the drill movement, you know, so many different regions to the drill movement, you know what I mean? And uh but uh back to Chicago, back to the Gold Coast. There was a a rapper, I think it's FBG Duck. I know his name was Duck. There's a rapper named Duck that got shot and killed, like Right in the mix Like right in On Michigan Avenue Damn near like like Damn near being shot And killed on Fifth Avenue You know what I'm saying Like not in the hood But like You know like Right, right. in the middle of Shopping Shopping old, Yeah all of the free Like all of the rich shit All of the shit that That's supposedly Miles and miles away You know oh, So he and, just uh, got killed He just got killed Maybe within this week Something like that Like there was And it was like Video of him on the floor Like you know it was It's crazy now With everybody Got phones and shit but uh, I was, Lupe was Same talking Same place where about, they was looting.
1: Was they looting or was it just basically just
0: No, no, no. That happened on two different occasions. Yeah. That happened on two different occasions. And um, I'm not sure if he was like right over there by the like, the stores, but he was in that area, like the Gold Coast. Like this, you know, the Michigan area, but it is like all, right, all say these- he
1: on, Say he was on Oak Street, the home of exclusive stores like Prada, Crystal Louboutin. Okay, Ocean, well Carolina. shit.
0: Yeah, basically right there. Right there. And- um. You know, Lupe was talking about how the drill shit is. It's so regional, so neighborhood. Like, they rapping about, you know, niggas they killed or ran up on. Like, you know, like, right. this ain't this ain't fictional. Nah, this, this ain't, ain't storytelling.
1: Yeah. This is when you start really Recapping. You know, yeah. Hollering your sets and yeah. really communicating your, it, you know what I'm saying, your threats and gang activity. Right, you know what I'm saying? right. The, yeah motherfucking little Reese and them and shit. Yeah, yeah, all of that he, wild He's shit. He's my go-to drill guy. When, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You always bring when, him up, yeah. Yeah, because because he was the one that, that changed it for me. That was like, damn, these niggas here is really young and crazy. Now,
0: was, Reese was the one that was on video beating up the girl? or was He that was the another?
1: one that was beating up the girl. He was the one that got shot in the neck with the AK and still lived. Damn. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He the one. For real, for real, when the rapper Lil Jojo rolled up on him and was, you know, calling them all out of, you, know, you know, this what uh whatever hit Lil' Jojo gang was gonna do to him and da da da. And Lil Reese walk out just he just calmly walked out in the middle of the street. Now this Lil Jojo phone shooting him, but you could hear him in the background. I'ma kill you nigga. I'ma kill Who's this you. this Reese saying that? Yeah, Lil Reese, uh-huh. I'ma kill you nigga. Mm-hmm. I'ma kill you nigga. Like very calm, like very matter of fact. On some Jay Prince type shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, that's that's right. a little that's a little hard for a young nigga. He, he wasn't out of control. He won, nah. you know what I'm saying? Spas. Measured.
0: It was measured as fuck. Like a killer. Yeah, yeah. forty eight
1: hours later that little JoJo was not here no more. Wow. Not to say that
0: little Reese did it. Right, but it just it set it up to where you ah. might think. I wouldn't, you know what I'm saying. You I wouldn't, only wouldn't be out all here trying, Lil Reese. You know right, what I'm right, saying. Right, 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 right,
1: right. Yeah. my nigga, go ahead, go ahead, do your thing, man. I you know got it. Do. <laughs> you got that. You know what That's you, you, baby. It's all you. Know what what you.
0: Hey yeah. man, shit. Hey shit. I ain't got no problem. Uh huh. You going that way? All right, I'm gonna walk over this mm-hmm. way. You stay cool. Word up. You know oh
1: what I'm shit. But Damn. But to me. It was just the look in his eyes was different. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Than a lot of niggas. You know what I'm saying? A lot of niggas rap, they rap and they having fun. Right. Uh, Reese don't look like he having fun. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? This nigga shit is really sullen. You know what I'm saying? This nigga right. is dead in the eyes. Like, you know what I'm saying? He like well, you know how you might go back and forth with a nigga you in the club. Nigga, bop, bop, bop. This a nigga that you, you know what I'm saying, ain't much conversation. You either going gonna Get it get it done with him Or you gonna leave The shit alone man mm-hmm. yeah. And You know what I'm saying Some people got Them eyes where well, you know mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying And he ain't no big nigga You know what I'm saying He look like one of these You know Little kids out here but right. You know what I'm saying When you been In the gang And in the gun play For a very long time mm-hmm. The nigga look like He got a thousand yard stare
0: <laughs> Yeah right He see through your ass You know what I'm saying He yeah. see through
1: all He just You know, he, you know what I'm saying He war torn
0: Right. right. Right, right, That's that's, that's how you look, you know what I'm saying? hmm A lot of like
1: Chicago is a different kind of place, man. Like they gangsters is a lot different than other gangsters in other places. Mm. You know what I'm in saying? what way? What you think? It's just like they, you know what I'm saying, it's a little more grimy. You know what I'm saying? It's a little more, you know what I'm saying? A little more gunplay. little less rules to the shit. You know what I'm saying? Less understanding. Mm. to to the game, you know what I'm saying? Right. So some some sometimes, you know, you got hustlers and you got gangsters and you know what I'm saying, you got people who play the game with a little more different kind of understanding. It's like Chicago has long been known for, you know, uh, not playing the radio, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to their gangsterisms, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's people in my family, a couple people in my family that done met their fate. You know what I'm saying? Met the maker in Chicago in a bad way. You know what I'm saying? So as a little kid, you're hearing about somebody so because of daddy. You know what I'm saying? Got killed. They done tied this nigga up, put the put the tires around him, and set him on fire. You know what I'm saying? In, in the middle right. of some tires and shit. Like, ah, damn. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Savagery. So, yeah, it's like, you know what I'm saying? So just in my mind, like right. shit, these Chicago niggas is crazy, like, Motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? It's like they murder game shit was, you know what I'm saying, on a whole another level. It wasn't like ride by shoot a nigga, you know what I'm saying. Walk up on it, yeah. It's it got a little more action to it than that. Yeah, they they probably they get a little more diabolical with that shit. Seem to me that's just my own personal take, just from the stories that I've heard and the family members that I've lost. You know what I'm saying in Chicago.
0: Damn. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, they got a history of mob and mm-hmm. gangster rule for, you know, their whole shit. Like, it seems like, you know, corruption and all of that. Like, that. that's just, like, where it's an underworld everywhere else. It's yeah. an underworld, but it ain't the most under underworld. Like, it's, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, I can dig it. That's some crazy shit. I'd have uh, yeah. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild, but at the same time, what's so crazy too. It's such a fucking soulful black ass city too. Oh yeah, no doubt. You know what I mean? Like you know, it's a, it's there's some 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 beautiful shit there. You know what I mean? So a lot of a lot of talent and a lot of culture that comes up out of that shit too, which is you know it's always kind of the Venn diagram, oftentimes, you know. But um, yeah, man. I like to listen to some Lil Reese or at least do a YouTube search. Because I know the name, but I don't really know. I'm not really super familiar with... I'm not familiar with many of them drill rappers, to be totally honest with you. There's one mm-hmm. of them things, one of them things when I saw... Some of them cats is... Some of them cats is cool. Some of them records is tough. But it was just... You know, you know how you, it's like TV. Sometimes you say, am I going to get into this this show? Mm-hmm. Nah, uh, I'm going to go over here and watch this. Like, it wasn't... It wasn't uh, I didn't really Outside of You know the hits You know what I'm saying Chief Cave type shit Or whatever Whatever mm-hmm. Like I didn't get too deep Into the To the muck I felt like I was a little I think I was uh, Removed Generationally You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. From a lot of that shit But mm-hmm. uh, Yeah man Anyway Ah shit man I think it's about <laughs> that time bro. Unless you got something else on the on about your mind.
1: That time for us to say that we want them seeing Jam Master J Oh, hey.
0: uh, shit. <laughs> shout out Jam Master J. I was just listening to uh Dapper Dan's book and uh um, mm-hmm. you know, he he begs him up and that shit. That's a good mm-hmm. ass book. It was pretty good. Yeah. You I almost feel guilty. I almost feel guilty to say that was a good-ass book when I listened to it on audio. <laughs> I always feel like <laughs> I didn't truly crack it. You know what I mean? I'm like, that was a good-ass book, nigga. I was just sitting there listening. I wasn't even, you know what I mean? I ain't even strained my oh, eyes. Man, the content
1: it, you know. is the content and you engage. Absolutely. You know true true That's why day. they make audio books for, mm-hmm. for niggas to
0: engage when they right. can't read or don't right, read. Right, right, right. You know, you know when you get these niggas to read? Put this shit on Pro Tools. <laughs> that shit is there. Oh <laughs> uh, shit, man! What you got? What's what's the what's the word for uh for the people? Where you gonna be at? You got anything coming? Anything they should be looking for? Or any uh parting parting words?
1: Ah oh, man, well, party people. I just like to say that I um, really enjoy coming to kick it with you guys every week. Um. It brings me a lot of joy, brings me a lot of, um, you know, exercise and and voicing my thoughts, and a lot of times you don't realize how important that is to have a place to voice your thoughts. You know what I'm saying? So mm. you know what I'm saying. I appreciate everybody who listens every week, and I appreciate, especially appreciate the people who who, who comment on the SoundCloud and or who DM me on the Instagram, and um, and let us know that you're there, and uh, that means a lot to us. And I uh, really do appreciate it. So uh, if you're looking for me outside of here, you can catch me on the gram at Mr. Muhammad. I'm um, on Twitter at Mr. Muhammad. And till then, I, you know, I'll be right back next week. Yeah, I, right.
0: I hear that, man. I echo that sentiment. Definitely appreciate y'all listening, especially if you're at this point. That means you listen all the way through. So uh, thank you again. Uh, shit, I'll be on. Uh, On the web, D-Lemon Comedy on all platforms. See if I put anything out. If I don't, I'll be here next Wednesday. So you get to hear that. And Mm -hmm. uh, shit, until then, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation. We out.